welcome to Brewing Success, where growth is the mission, change is the reward, and progress is the goal. I am your host, Andrea Gebhardt. I'm a former educator turned passionate entrepreneur whose desire to create impact has never wavered. I have spent the last decade teaching, mentoring, and coaching people on how to create success in their lives and businesses with proven strategies and systems that not only bring about change, but big results. When it comes down to it, teaching is my specialty, leadership is my jam, and inspiring you to live a bigger, fuller life is what I'm all about. This podcast will give you the knowledge and tools you need to brew success in almost any area of your life. You're going to walk away each week feeling inspired, motivated, and ready to step outside your comfort zone and into the next level of who you're meant to be. Now let's get into today's episode. Leadership strengths. Today we're going to talk all about that. And I'm sure that if you were to set out to ask 100 people to identify what they think the top three to five necessary strengths of a leader are, you're, you're going to get a ton of responses. I'm certain there's going to be lots of duplicates, um, but the interesting thing would be really what people would say and the order that they, they listed them in. Often order indicates priority. So for me personally, I'd want to know what are what do people think are the top three to five strengths that every leader should possess, and then how do they prioritize those? It'd be really interesting to me. And what this will tell you, what asking this question will tell you, is that there are many strengths that a leader should possess. Some you may identify with, and others you probably won't. And while the best leaders can't have all of them, there are a few that I believe good leaders should possess. These are what I like to call foundational strengths. Here's the thing. You already come to the table with natural strengths as it is, and you do your best work in your strength zone. And so the stronger the foundation you build, the stronger your strengths become. And what I love about this, what I love about what I'm going to share with you is that regardless of your strengths, if you can create an awareness and intentional focus on developing these foundational areas, not only will you level up your leadership, you will also naturally level up your team. Here's what I know. You really cannot build anything without a strong foundation. We know this to be true in many different aspects of life. Therefore, learning how to create a strong foundation in in leadership is essential if influence is what you want to have, impact is what you want to create, and legacy is what you want to leave behind. There are seven foundational leadership strengths that, if developed and consistently improved upon, will not only enhance the natural strengths you already bring to the table, but will also improve the quality of leadership you develop around you. So we're going to jump into what I like to call the seven foundational leadership strengths. And we're going to start with the first one. The first one is connection. Connection is key. Good leaders do not just communicate they connect. And let me just tell you, there's a difference. You need to make the time to connect with those that you lead. You need to know who they are, what is important to them, what motivates them, and how to best serve them from your leadership position. Too often, I see leaders leading people they know, but do not connect with. Connection requires intentional action. 
create more opportunities for more meaningful connections with those that you lead. Nurture the current connections you have. Develop and foster new connections more often. Our leadership and our business is only as strong as our connections. So it's imperative that you connect more. Connection is a foundational leadership strength. So how do you do this? How do you connect more? How do you connect better? You simply get to know your people. You ask questions. You learn about them. You schedule time for connecting with them. Mentoring calls, mentoring opportunities are a great way to make this happen. Spend time with your people. Be intentional, be intentional about creating these opportunities. And always remember, you cannot grow them if you do not know them. The second foundational leadership strength is to simplify. So I'm going to start off by saying you've heard it, I'm sure, a million times, K-I-S-S. There's lots of different spins on it. My favorite is keep it simple, sister. How many times have we actually heard this? Listen, if it's complicated, it won't be replicated. And if it can't be restated, it's way too complicated. Remember those last two points. They will save you time and time again. As leaders, for whatever reason, we totally have this tendency to want to overcomplicate things and explain way too much. Oh my gosh, I'm just going to tell you guys, I am so, I am so guilty of this. So, so guilty of this. And it's something I am consistently working on. One of the foundational strengths that I'm not the strongest in and I've got to get really great. And if you've worked with me or you've ever seen me speak, you're probably thinking, wait, what? Are you for real? Like you're able to take something that's incredibly complex, break it down, make it super simple for somebody to understand. Yes, that is a gift. I can absolutely do that. But (laughs) I also have a tendency to overcomplicate things by adding way too much information, way too many details when it's not necessary. So here's what I want you to remember. Just because we have a 30,000 foot view as leaders of the plan, of the strategy, of the problem, or whatever it is, it doesn't mean it has to be shared in its entirety. Think about it this way. It's like giving someone who only looks through binoculars your view from the drone floating up in the sky. It's going to be way too much, simply way more than they are capable of comprehending because they're so used to seeing things so close up. So when you go to present an idea, share a strategy, or prepare a team for the work ahead, stop and ask yourself these questions because they're going to enable you to keep it simple, sis. So here they are. Number one, what do they need to know? Number two, How do I want them to feel when they get whatever this information is? What do I want them to be able to do with what I'm giving them? These questions right here will help you reduce oversharing, overcomplicating, and creating confusion instead of action. Here's why this matters, because action creates results and confusion creates stall out. So keep it simple, sister. Number three, the third of the seven foundational leadership strengths, prioritization. I hate to break it to you, but time does not favor the successful. In fact, time doesn't discriminate at all. We all get the same 24 hours in a day, and it's what we do with the time that we're given that matters. 
Most leaders assume that if they manage their time well, they're effective. But that is the furthest thing from the truth. Leaders who simply manage time spend designated time doing designated things. This is often where busy kind of gets confused with productive. Effective leaders are not good time managers. They are good priority managers. When you manage your priorities, you not only spend time doing the right things, but you spend time doing the things that matter most, the things that will get you closer to reaching the goal, fulfilling the vision, and moving the organization along. If you prioritize like a pro each day, you will maximize your productivity. What we don't plan for simply doesn't happen. And what we fail to prioritize, we fail to make progress in. Evaluate your priorities with every season you walk into as a leader and adjust accordingly because they change and they shift often. So you're probably listening to this right now thinking, okay, how do I best implement this? Because obviously work isn't the only thing taking time on your calendar. And it's really simple and probably a lot simpler than you think. And I promise you that if you literally start putting this into action, not only are you going to become so much more productive, but you're going to become so much more effective as a leaders. Uh, Leaders get the job done. Leaders move the needle. Leaders are constantly helping the organization make progress, which is why This is so incredibly important. So here's how you do this. You identify the top three things that need to be accomplished that day to make progress toward the bigger goals. So you identify the top three things that need to be accomplished that day to make progress toward the bigger goals. You're going to block out time for each of those things, and then you're going to schedule them into your day first. This way they get done. Time is made for them and ultimately the needle is moved. Number four, follow through. This one is easy. People follow people who follow through. Do what you say you're going to do as a leader. Do what you say you're going to do. Always follow through. Nothing erodes trust and culture faster than words with no meaning. Number five, act ahead. They say that good leaders are always one step ahead. And some say that great leaders maintain what is called around the corner leadership. Leaders always work from a place of vision. So they're not just working from where they are, but they're constantly working from where they're going. So it's no longer enough to see what's in front of the team, you must now see what's in front and around the corner so that necessary communication changes and pivots can be made in advance of what is coming. Great leaders have the ability to think and act ahead. So what does this look like in real time? It looks like developing a solid strategy, anticipating challenges, and being flexible and quick to adapt when the plans change. It looks like transparency with the team at all times. It looks like open dialogue and solution-oriented inner circles. It looks like keeping one foot in the now and the next foot in the goal ahead. Number six, 
empathy. In the old school way of thinking, everyone wanted to be in the leader's shoes, but the greatest leaders are always in the shoes of those they lead. You see, it's easy to get lost in the roles and the goals of leadership. And before we know it, and oftentimes completely unintentionally, the people who make up the vision task force, aka your team, the people you work alongside of, can easily be reduced to cubicles, boxes on a Zoom, or lines on a payroll sheet. Never allow your position to diminish your level of empathy for those that you work with. Always, (laughs) always keep one cheek behind the desk, one foot in the classroom and half your heart in the place you once used to be. The best way to remain empathetic is to be in the trenches with your team. Be aware of the challenges they face, the things that they need, and always keep an open door, an open ear, and an open mind when someone comes to you. Never forget what it was like to be where they are doing what they do. And the final Number seven of the foundational strengths of leadership. Kind of cheated here, guys, because it's a combo. Delegate and celebrate. Now, this is a foundational strength because without these two things, as a leader, you're not going very far and you're going to stunt your team's growth in every single aspect. So let's talk about this one. Good leaders do great work, but great leaders empower others to do great work. Great leaders empower others, develop autonomy, and create opportunities for growth by way of delegating responsibilities. And for whatever reason, Most leaders struggle to delegate, ask for help, or feel comfortable to trust someone else just enough to let go. Most times they struggle with control issues, trust issues, or fear that no one else can do it as well as they can, or fear that if they help someone do it better, that they can be replaced. But here's the deal, and I really want you to hear me when I say this. The ultimate job of the leader is to become progressively unnecessary. The job of the leader is to make the people around them better. The job of the leader is to constantly promote people out and promote people up. If leaders are developing, if leaders aren't developing and people aren't promoting, leadership is lacking. Think about it this way. If you're not empowering others, you're disempowering them. It's that simple. There's no gray area when it comes to this. You're either empowering people or disempowering people. Now, here's the crazy thing. If I were to ask you what kind of leader you want to be, you're going to be like, oh, I want to be the empowering leader. Okay. But what you want to be and how you actually show up are two completely different things. So if you're not delegating, if you're not creating opportunities for growth by way of of releasing responsibilities and things of that nature, then what you're actually doing is disempowering your people. If you are letting fear hold you back from making those around you better, you are disempowering your people. 
if you are, you know, afraid to let go because you struggle with control, you worry about whether or not people can do it as good as you, you are disempowering your people. The one thing that most people forget is that not only is it the job of the leader to become progressively unnecessary, but it's also the job of the leader to empower and equip those that they lead in such a way that they could eventually completely take over and do a way better job. And it takes a secure leader to be able to do that. It takes a confident leader to be able to do that. And empowering others is honestly what leadership is all about. And that's why this is so foundational. That's why we're hitting this one here at the very end, at the last of these seven foundational strengths, because it matters. It is absolutely, it's so big. Great leaders, we talked about celebrate, right? So great leaders also give credit where credit is due. Great leaders recognize and celebrate the contributions of others all the time. Too often, leaders are so quick to jump in and take credit for the things they didn't do, for the ideas they didn't come up with, for the plans that they didn't create, for the goals that, or, or for like the, the big projects that they didn't even put their their blood, sweat, and tears into. Too often, Leaders are so quick to just grab a hold of the credit as if it would be bad if it wasn't their idea. And I'm just going to be really transparent with all of you guys here. A few years ago when I was, you know, in the beginning half of like my leadership journey, even when I was a teacher and sometimes even in my administrative roles, um, I really struggled with this part. I really struggled with delegating because I you know, one was an insecure leader. Two, I lacked the confidence in myself to trust other people to get the job done well. Um, I don't know if that's like a mom thing or like a lady thing or what that is, but it's just a thing, right? So I I really struggled in this arena. And here I am in the second, what I call my second chance at leadership, this like second opportunity to lead better. And I cannot, now I'm at this, it's so crazy that as your leadership confidence increases and your security as a leader deepens and increases, how much more comfortable you truly are. And I can't wait to delegate something. I can't wait to spot a strength in someone that I can, that I can snatch right up and, you know, give responsibility to, because I know they can handle it. I'm so excited now at this phase of leadership to equip and empower people. I'm like, how much can I step back and away from and really give, you know, the steering wheel? Who can I give the steering wheel to? It's so exciting to see your people rise. It is so exciting to see your people really shine in their strength zone. It is so exciting to see people, what the how you can just really unleash the potential of others when you let go of the leash of control that you continue to try to have. It's it's insane to me. Great leaders are quick to take the spotlight that is shined upon them and turn it around and highlight the team. Great leaders know and understand that without the team, the leader is just another individual. So I want you to ask yourself, 
Who am I equipping? Who am I empowering? Who am I, you know, pouring into and mentoring and giving responsibilities to so that they can shine? Who do I need to give credit to? Who do I need to reach out to? Like, man, that thing you did, sister, that stuff you created, that idea you came up with, that contribution you came up with on the Zoom, the way that you talked about this, whatever it is, how can you get in there and recognize and celebrate more the contributions of those people who make up that incredible team that you are so fortunate to lead. The best way to really put this into action is to start releasing responsibility and delegating tasks based on the strengths of those in the team. Let them shine and reward their awesome work as much as you possibly can. Now, I'm sure, well, at least I I hope... (laughs) You probably understand why these specific seven that I have identified and called out for you today make up the foundational strengths for leaders and how when they are in action, they can accentuate and enhance the natural strengths of the leader. So my question to you is which of these seven are you already good at and where is it that you need improvement? As you evaluate your leadership, don't forget to evaluate the leadership of those that you're developing. Which one of these areas can you bring awareness to and help develop within them? Great leadership is about knowing and growing together. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I am so excited for you to solidify these foundational leadership strengths. I can't wait to hear how this episode positively impacts your leadership. Let's work together to share the value of this episode, you guys. Simply share it with three developing leaders that you know, three friends who need this in their life right now today, and share it in your stories and tag me. I truly value you and getting to grow along with you here on Brewing Success.